This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I want to talk about this disturbing incident yesterday, a crash on the Deerfoot right around 4 p.m., uh, right between 17th Ave Southeastern Memorial Drive. And traffic shut down at the height of rush hour, but more worryingly, uh, sent two paramedics and a police officer to hospital. Now, uh, crews had responded to this crash, according to, according to police. The first responders were confronted by a combative man who had been involved in the crash. Now, it's unclear what happened. Uh, source today telling Global News that uh, one of the paramedics might actually have been injured by the taser that was deployed by a CPS officer. Uh, but obviously a frightening situation and not what paramedics expect to encounter when responding to, to an, an injury collision. Uh, joining us for more, very pleased to welcome the program here this afternoon, Mike Parker. He's president of the Health Sciences Association uh, of Alberta. Mike, thanks for making some time for us here. Good afternoon, Rob. Thank you. Uh, can you shed any more light on, on exactly what, what happened uh, yesterday or what you're hearing? Our details, Rob, uh, right now are very sketchy. And as I understand it, there's some high-level investigations that are going to be going on over the next few days over this incident. So I'm going to wait for their reports to come out so we have a clear picture on, on what happened. What I do know is that our members are out of hospital at this time. And uh, uh, this, this could have been a whole different conversation had it been uh, more serious to the point of a fatality. But we're lucky enough today that these folks are out of hospital and uh, recovering at home. Right. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, a frightening situation. And, you know, just you wouldn't think that responding to a situation like this is going to lead to that kind of danger for for the first responders who show up at the scene. But I mean, do do these kinds of scenarios happen more than than maybe the public realizes? I would say that that they do. Uh, You will find that that as EMS workers head to critical events, people aren't calling because they are having a good day. People are calling because crisis has happened in their lives or events have unfolded beyond their control and in some cases those events escalate to the point of 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 the public or the the patient maybe uh reaching out or hitting out and not in intent to harm but just as a reaction to a a very uh volatile situation yeah no kidding um so do paramedics then anticipate that when they respond to anything even if it seems uh, simple and harmless that this kind of a situation can present itself what kind of training do they have going into these situations as you started that question it's absolutely right that that in the minds of of our frontline workers that are heading into an event like this uh you would be you would you would think that it's it's a car accident so you're looking for traumatic injuries and that's where your mind starts to to focus on how this call will unfold yeah the training that used to occur in Calgary and Edmonton prior to 2009 included the nonviolent crisis intervention programs where they would be taught a full day of how to assess these types of scenes from, a, from your eyes, to look at the event and go, how is this going to unfold and how is this going to harm me? The second day of the training included, if it does unfold quicker than I anticipated and I am captured in, a, in an environment, how do I get out of that environment? And at the end of 2009, Paramedics, frontline EMS workers were transitioned out of municipalities and into Alberta Health Services where that training ended. And from that point till today, there's been some inconsistent and insufficient training that is sporadic across the province. Uh, I'm being told that because of the work that we've done as a union, uh, the government of Alberta issued a compliance order against Alberta Health Services to say that training must be reinstated. 
Unfortunately, that training won't be completed now until December of 2018, and for me, that is not good enough. A statement released today by uh, Alberta Health Services EMS Chief Paramedic Darren Sandbeck. Uh, and, and one sentence in particular that speaks to all of this, it says, Over the last five months, we have been working to enhance the training we provide to frontline staff to ensure they have the skills to prevent, de-escalate, and defend themselves when required. So what's changed over the last five months, and does it meet what we had in place pre-2009? So what, what they are commenting on is the result of the compliance order. What we found was there was no training going on. Absolutely, there's been a, a degradation of the abilities of our members to manage some of these complex in- events. So they get a compliance order. They brought online this uh, training. And is it is it comparable to 2009? Anything is better than what they have today. Because as an employer, it is their responsibility to ensure our members get home safe at the end of the day. And as an employer, since 2009, they have not provided the training that paramedics need. And this is a first responder conversation. This is a frontline worker conversation. We have social workers involved in, in community care. We have all sorts of folks that work on the front lines of health care. And this employer has chosen to not train them in nonviolent crisis intervention. And it's not until they got a compliance order from an injury that occurred in January of this year to members in Calgary Subsequent injuries this spring in Edmonton where two members were trapped in the back of an ambulance and assaulted. And now this event yesterday. And it's too bad that it takes a tragedy to get these people to to do the right thing and bring back the training that they so desperately need. Well, does that to some extent duplicate what police are there to do? If police are on the scene and, and if it comes to de-escalation, are, are EMTs to defer then to police? What's that coordination supposed to be like? When you look at the environments these folks work in, and whether it's, it's police, fire, EMS, it, it doesn't matter. These folks are all on the front lines of, of the service. And if you are in a coordinated incident where there are police and EMS on scene, then, of course, you would defer to the, to the police service to execute an arrest on, on the individual or to secure the scene. But because they work in such an unpredictable environment, you can't guarantee that every event will have a police officer there or a paramedic there. So sometimes they are, they are by themselves. That's, paramedics wear body armor not because it's comfortable, but because sometimes you can't see what's going to happen next. And, and yes, at times you would want the police service there. Or you, you call out for the police to back you up when you've recognized that a scene is unsecure. In this case... All things just went wrong, I guess. I don't know. I need to I need to wait for the investigation to be concluded. Right. Now, the other thing Alberta Health Services says is that beginning in June, Alberta Health Services EMS is implementing a new nonviolent critical incident training program. Mandatory two-day program replaces the current single-day training requirement and will be provided to all AHS EMS staff by the end of 2018. So are we going to get to where we need to be here, do you think? I, I think we will get there. I question what their one-day training program is because a recent survey of our members in Calgary said that 90% of the paramedics working in Calgary today do not have the training they need, and 90% of those same paramedics have been assaulted or physical harm in the last in, in their career. So these, these issues do happen. Our members don't have the right training that they need to keep themselves safe. All right. Well, we'll see what happens going forward. Mike, appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. Thank you. All right. That is Mike Parker. He is president of the Health Sciences Association of Alberta. They represent paramedics employed by Alberta Health Services.
Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.